Hello? Is anybody there? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Um, this is, this is, uh, this is a code red. Uh, we are down a man and it's just me. It's just me. Um, we've been, we've been traveling. We've been traveling for a couple weeks now. And and my partner and I we we've been navigating the wilderness, and he he just he well he he died he's gone, and I like he's yeah no he died a couple days ago actually he just kind of fell over and and did not get back up, and so now it is me. Uh, if anyone hears this, please send help. Yeah, send help. Uh, so I can get out of here again. We are uh, I well not we I, anymore. Like I said, the um, my fellow companion he has he has died tragically. Did I tell you how that happened? Yeah, he got he got shot about eighteen times, bow and arrow. Yeah, there's also there's a native tribe here, and I've been running. I've been on the run <laughs> from them. It's pretty crazy. So if you can just if you can just send some 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 help some aid maybe send the military or uh, James Bond or Jason Bourne I'm sure either of those guys could deal with this situation. Uh, furthermore, I know Leonardo DiCaprio played that one character in The Revenant, so he's fought a bear, and I feel like he might be uh, of assistance here. Just just somebody at this point. Um, because it's starting to get pretty crazy. It is starting to get pre pretty crazy out here, and I don't even know how I found this this whole uh, this walkie-talkie. That sounds surprisingly good, but here it is. And I'm just hoping somebody's getting. I'm just hoping somebody's getting this this message right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. You thought that was a real. You thought that was a real distress call. Oh, 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 how I fooled you. <laughs> <sighs> Hello and welcome to a new episode of Opinion Central. That's no, I, I never say that anymore. That's that felt kind of weird. Anyway, <laughs> hi, hi, everyone. Hope you're hope you're having a great day and a great week. Today, we're going to be eating food on the show. I and. and <laughs> Usually the rule of thumb when it comes to podcasting is you don't eat food on, on the podcast because A, you usually get some obnoxious like sounds unless it's like an ASMR food eating podcast, but generally you don't eat food on a podcast because it's very noisy and B, it's a podcast. So you can't even see me eating the foods. I am, I am going against several of the gold standard rules of podcasting right now. Uh, and and I uh, I can't tell you why. Actually, I can't tell you why. I'm we're 200 plus episodes into this show. I think it's about time we start uh, exploring beyond the rules, right? Anyway, we're gonna be eating food. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, in last week's episode, we talked about a subscription box that I got. 
uh, and, and for those of you who don't know what last week's episode is called or who don't know how to look back a single episode, uh, we talk about Bangkok. The episode's titled How Old Is Bangkok? Later on in that episode, probably the, the, the back third of the episode, I bring up that I have a subscription box. And each month, this is, I, 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 this is my first month on this subscription. Each month they ship me a box from a selected country. And in this box is around 10 to 12 snacks from the country. Now this service does provide some different options. There's an option that ships around, I think it's like five to seven snacks. I have the middle option that ships around 10 to 12 snacks. And then there's the large option that ships, I think it's 15 to like 18 snacks. And the large option also includes a drink from that country. I've chosen the middle the middle road. I, I, I'm paying for the medium size package. It's $30 a month. And the, 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 the website, in case any of you maybe want to check it out, and I'm sure maybe by the end of this, you might, you might be interested enough to check it out. It's called Universal Yums. I will put the link for this website down the down in the description. I know you can straight up buy some of their older, like past country boxes. They've done places like the UK. They've done Thailand. Um, they've done places in South Africa. So they've done a lot of a lot of locations throughout the world. And the one that we're going to be eating food from on today's podcast is South Korea. So South Korea was the first box that I've gotten. That's the the that was the box of September, and they have just announced. I checked this yesterday. They just announced what next month's box is going to be, what the October box will be, and it's Spain. So they're going to be sending snacks from Spain. Uh, so I'm pretty excited. I, this is a cool little thing. It's thirty dollars a month. I thought, you know, why not add some add some variety into into my month? I suppose. But anyway, we're going to be going through the 10 different snacks that I got sent from South Korea. We're going to be trying them. I'm going to be reading a little description. So along with sending the snacks, they, they do send a couple other things. They send this little pamphlet with a map <laughs> with a map on it that says, Welcome to South Korea. And they kind of give you some, some nice little fun facts and information about different locations in South Korea. They also give you a scoreboard where you can rank the snacks, which I think is pretty cool. They show... They show some expressions that you can say in Korean uh, in relation to the food. So uh, I'm going to pronounce this very incorrectly. Masinuen means delicious in Korean. Napueji anheno. It's not bad. And then ugh, this one's really long. Nanuen igios ero jo ahaji anuenda. I don't like this. Yeah, I, I just don't think I got that Korean down. But no, they 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 give you some cool games to play, uh, just some cool fun facts about Korea. And then in this little booklet they send, they describe each of the snacks. They give a little description of them. Uh, they also include just some fun facts about Korea or South Korea, I should say. There's an uh, a cooking instruction for sweet and spicy Korean fried chicken. They give you a day in the life of an esports player, cafes, just a, lo just a lot of cool, 
cool little it's like it's like a quick little um overview of what it's like in south korea i i think it's cool i think it's cool anyway we're gonna be eating the food we're gonna be trying them we're gonna be describing them and the first one that we have and and we did go through each of these in last week's episode we we went over the name and we kind of discussed whether or not we think they would taste good now i'm gonna read the full description for each of these and actually taste them. We're going to get the verdict, the final verdict today on whether or not South Korean snacks are good. So this first, this first item is the marsh, marshmallow choco pie. Uh, the subtitle says it's South Korea's border hopping delicacy. And the description in the little booklet, you've heard about the 99 red balloons, but how about the 10,000 chocolate balloons? These super popular choco pies were once given to North Korean workers as bonuses, but people liked them so much that the tasty treats started to be sold on the black market. Fearing capitalism, the North Korean government banned them outright. That's when, in an act of defiance, South Korean activists sent thousands of choco pies over the border via balloons. The one you're about to try admittedly was shipped via box, but you'll definitely feel like you're floating when you taste the delicious black sugar milk tea flavor. This looks pretty good. So I'm holding the package right now. It's it's just a single just a single choco pie. It's it's round rounded shape. And yeah, the flavor is black sugar milk tea, which actually does sound does sound pretty tasty. It does sound pretty tasty. Uh, so why don't we just kind of open that up? We'll give you, we'll give you some ASMR of, of me opening up the package. Okay, package is open. We're gonna pull out the choco pie. And and I mentioned in last week's episode, and I'll mention it again. This choco pie is very similar to. There was a kind of choco pie that I would have a lot of in China. I forget what brand it was, but. My buddy Paul Zhang and I, we ate a lot of choco pies in China as well. I did not not this one, this one that I'm holding in my hand specifically, but something in variation to it. Anyway, I'm going to take a bite of it, and I guess we'll I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see if the uh, the black sugar milk tea choco pie is any good. Mmm. Okay, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. See why? See why I said people don't normally eat on podcasts because you can't even understand me. Oh, it's creating a mess. It's like crumbs are going everywhere. Mmm. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I finished my bite. It is good. I will say it is definitely good and tasty. Now... I will say, from, from from my memory bank, this one is pretty sweet. It's a very, yeah, I mean, it's a like black sugar milk tea. It's a very like sweet and sugary treat. The ones that I had in China, I remember not being as sweet as this one. Like the ones I would eat in China, I could eat multiple of them. I'm going to see if I can find out what they were called. China Choco Pies. Let's see. Let's see if good old Google can come through. Um. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, it is okay. So it. 
what I what I did eat was from this same brand by the looks of it. They were called Orion Orion Pies. Now I don't know if Orion's the brand. I'm seeing some boxes that have the brand Lot L O T T E on it, and this is what this Korean chocolate pie has. So I'm not entirely too sure if I had a chocolate pie from the same brand that I'm eating now, but the ones that I did have in China weren't as sweet. So I was able to eat more of them where this one I could, I think eat, I'd eat one of them. And I guess that's maybe why it's in an, an individual packet, but this is something I'd only eat one of because it is a very, um, very sugary, very sugary treat, but it is very good. I, I do like it. I, I don't know if we're going to like put them on a ranking scale. Maybe at the end I'll rank them, but just initial thoughts does taste good. I would, I would go out and buy this at a supermarket if I lived in South Korea as, as an occasional treat. All right. So that's the first one. Next up, next up on the list, spicy chicken flavored corn puffs. And the subtitle for this item is Sweet and Spicy Snacks with a Serious Crunch. Okay, here's what it says. Ready to try some KFC? And by that we mean Korean fried chicken. <laughs> when Americans brought fried chicken to South Korea in the 50s, it was an expensive delicacy reserved only for special occasions. Times have changed since then. And as South Korea became a wealthier nation, the dish has evolved from a once-in-a-while treat to an everyday snack. Naturally, they added their own spin by tossing in a sweet and spicy sauce. Once you try this crunchy and admittedly chickenless version, you'll be hooked. Okay, so these I'm holding. I'm, I'm holding the package, and this is the first package. So the the chocolate pie was all in English. This is the first package that actually has some Korean written on it. Uh, I obviously don't know what this is saying, but it is, it is, I guess it could be a different language and just not Korean, but I'm assuming it's Korean here. Anyway, we are, let's, let's just open up, let's just open up the bag. Okay. Getting it. Okay. We have, we have torn off a corner of the bag. Oh, these are smaller than I thought. Looking into the bag, they are, they are <laughs> quite, quite small puffs i was thinking they'd be more more similar to the size of a cheese puff that you'd get here in america but these are maybe a third of the size of like a cheese cheese puff ball anyway i'm gonna i'm going to just pour myself a couple and they do vary in size as well they they have some abnormal shapes they're not all just puffs uh whereas obviously if you ever had a big old bucket of cheese puffs or cheese balls, you would know they're all just the same, same shape, same size. These are definitely just like a very, like a variation of shapes. Okay. So I got three of them in my hand. I'm going to, I'm going to eat them and I guess we'll see. These are the spicy chicken flavor corn puffs. Okay. Here we go. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm gonna actually eat some more real quick. These are really good. These are really good. I like these. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, these are good. And it says, um, even on the package, it says hot on it. Okay, I got, let me do one, let me do one more handful. Let's just, let me just, mm. Yeah, yeah, these are, these are kicking it. Okay, okay, so, yeah, I mean, I've tried them three times, so that, that means I like them. They're very good. They're very tasty. The spicy, I, I mean, they're saying that they're, that they're sweet and spicy, and they they are. It definitely has like a sweetness to it, and the chicken flavor it, it's there. It's not overwhelming, but it's there. Um, but the the spice, the little bit of spice, a little bit of heat it has to it, I really like. That's why I kept on going for more because it it increasingly got hot. I feel like this might be a snack that if I had a whole, the, what what I have. I would say is probably like a little travel snack bag version. But if I were to have like a whole like big old bag of these, I figure a couple handfuls in, it would actually start getting pretty hot. Maybe like similarly to when you eat Flamin' Hot Cheetos, the more you eat, the hotter it gets. I think that's the same case with these. But flavor-wise, I like these more than Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Because Flamin' Hot Cheetos, they're just hot. They're cheesy and hot. Well, this, it, it has a nice flavor to, to it. Like, I, it, I, I don't think these are, these are solely defined by, oh, we're just hot and sweet, sweet and spicy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one more handful so I can see if I can determine anything else. Mm, mm. Yeah. And arguably the smaller size of these puffs... I think makes it a lot more enjoyable than if they were like the actual size of cheese puffs, cheese puff balls that I was originally thinking. Just easier to cup in a hand and throw in your mouth. Those are very good. Yeah, I, I like those a lot. I like them more than the choco pie. I mean, the choco pie was more of like a dessert delicacy type of deal. This is something I would just kind of, if I'm watching a TV show or if I'm just looking for something like a quick little snack. I would go for these. These are these are really tasty. Okay. Just had a quick gulp of water to freshen up the palate. And now we're going to move on to the next one. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. This this actually has me really excited. If those were that good, I'm just excited what what else what else could could kind of blow me away. Although this next this next dish, I, I think is going to be a pretty just general reaction, a pretty average reaction. These are the mascarpone filled shortbread cookies, light crispy cookies with a subtle cream filling. Did you read the trivia on page four? No, uh, we we did not. If not, spoiler alert: we now know that Valentine's Day has a sequel, White Day. But how did it start? In 1978, the National Confectionery Association in Japan decided Valentine's Day wasn't enough and women deserved some sweetness too. And then White Day was born. The tradition spread to South Korea where women are given white-colored gifts of jewelry, chocolate, and cookies, like this decadent white mascarone cream-filled cookie. Ready to take a bite of this quirky tradition? Okay, so this has a little bit of, this has a little bit of lore to it. It was a, it's a Valentine's Day sequel 
gift. Interesting, interesting. So this one actually is packaged not in a bag, but a box. So kind of what you would normally get with a with a wafer cookie. Uh, they're they're in a box, and I think I'm trying to trying to get it open. Yeah, okay. So it's in a box, and then each each cookie is individually wrapped. So we have one of them. They're not huge. Um, just by quoting the package, this seems like it's a very thin cookie. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a very thin cookie. This is about like, I would say this is about as thick as the cream filling of an Oreo, if that makes sense. It's a, it's a narrow and longish cookie. It's about as long, I don't know. Let's see, let's see if I can. It's about as long as my, my pointer finger. <laughs> so maybe like, I'd say like four inches. I don't know, I'm, I'm bad at eyeing, eyeing up like the length of things. Anyway, it's a very long, thin, narrow cookie. I guess we'll just, we'll just give it a try. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is kind of exactly what I expected. Now, it isn't, isn't as crunchy as I thought it would be. This is more like, hmm. It's, it's like the crunch melts in your mouth, if that makes sense. So, for example, you take a bite of an Oreo, you crunch into it, and it's, it's a couple... A couple chews of just, you get that crunch. But for these shortbread cookies, right after I make that first initial, like, bite, it, it crunches, but it's it's already soft. It's not like a hard crunch of it anymore. But they're good. I, I, I think that tasted pretty good. It, 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 it adds up to what I thought it would be. A kind of middle of the road. Just like a nice sweet cookie. I guess if it was White Day, was that, yeah, White Day, I think that'd be a great little gift to a significant other. I, they're 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 definitely tasty, um, but yeah, nothing nothing too special in my opinion. A tasty treat. I I <laughs> I don't know. I I would probably like I could see myself eating a. A hypothetical whole sleeve of these, uh, similarly to what I do with Oreos, and have some milk with them. I think I I could see myself doing that, but yeah, no nothing crazy, but 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 definitely enjoyable. I I, I certainly enjoyed those. Anyway, we move on to our fourth item: the sweet and sour grape flavored chews. Inspired by the Yongdong Grape Festival. Okay. And this is what they say. Before you dig in, take a look at the wrapper. Okay, let me grab it. I am looking. Those grapes look ready to party, right? <laughs> okay, so for some context, on the packaging, there are two grapes. And they are wearing sunglasses. The one the one grape's given like some side eye and like a smirk. Um... So yeah, I guess they, they look ready to party. And that is because of the Grape Festival in Yong, Yongdong. From mid-August to mid-September, South Korea's biggest winemaking region, we are talking 70% of South Korea's wine grapes, celebrates its beloved crop. 
Visitors get to make grape soda, dance in grape pools, and eat bingsu, which is shaved ice, smothered in fresh grape juice. That actually sounds that sounds really good. Ready to get on get in on the fun? These sweet and sour juice bring the festive festivities straight to you. Okay. I I do like this item and the last item I feel like had some more interesting lore than the other two. Although although I, I, all these items have had pretty interesting lore. I mean, the mo- the Malo pie with, oh, we're going to send a ton of them over to North Korea via balloon. The spicy chicken one was probably the least interesting. It's just talking about how KFC used to be a delicacy and now it's everywhere and people really like just chicken. Um, and then the shortbread with the Valentine's Day turned to White Day or the additional, the sequel of Valentine's Day, and then these with with uh, Great Festival. I, I, I've, I'm really liking these stories that they they kind of paint for for me to associate to the to the snack. Anyway, we are unwrapping the the wrapping. Th- these chews are. Oh, I think I could. Yeah. Okay. So they are. Um. It's it's like a pack of gum, and then you unwrap it, and then you can take out an individual piece, also wrapped like gum. Although the wrapper has little grape, grape. What do you, what do you call like a, a thing of a bunch of grapes? A grape. Let's see. Let's see. What is a bundle? A bundle of grapes. That sounds right. I'm not even gonna look it up. I'm just gonna call it a bundle of grapes. There's a bunch of bundles of grapes on the wrapper. Um, anyway, let's 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 pop it open. Take off that wrapper. Okay. So this kind of has the um, look and feel of a now and later, if any of you know what a now and later is. One, actually, one of my favorite candies. Has a look and feel of, to one of those. So I'm just going to put it in. I don't know. See, I don't know if I'm supposed to chew right away or let it sit for a little bit. Like, for example, for the now and laters, I usually let them sit. But actually, you know what? These are called chews. Sweet and sour chewy. It says chewy on the packaging. So I'm just going to go, I'm going to put it in my mouth and start chewing right away. Okay. Here we go. Mm. Oh, it's very chewy. It's a very sticky. Oh, it's so tasty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, these are super good. And it is like, very similar to a now and later. And the grape flavor is super, it's super good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just I just swallowed it. That was super good. I like that a lot. And and the grape flavor was really good. And and you know there there is like I'm not I, I like grapes. I like the fruit grape. I generally, you know, grape jelly's fine. I, I like I like grape flavored things, but you do run into an issue where sometimes a grape flavored snack, the the like flavor of the grape isn't isn't really good or is it or it's too strong or it just kind of tastes off. These these taste good. These these the the flavor of grape tastes really good. This is a this is a pretty pretty nice little candy. Yeah, yeah these 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 uh these were pretty good. Nice job, South Korea. 
I uh, I enjoy I enjoyed the the sweet and sour grape chews. Okay, the next item. This this one I'm I'm this is the first item that I'm kind of concerned about. Like I don't want to necessarily try these, and that makes sense. Uh, of course, you're gonna get some items that just look a little suspicious, and this is that item. These are shrimp chip shrimp. I oh I. I messed up the, the the delivery. Oh, these are shrimp chips. Crunchy, airy snacks made with real shrimp. They're definitely airy. I mean, this box is about as as big as a, as a, or this bag is about as big as a bag of Lay's. I mean, it's like filled up with air. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's read what it says. If you had a look at the map included in your yums box, I have not fully looked at it, but I can pull it up over here. Okay. You probably noticed that South Korea is a peninsula. Okay, I have. Okay, I did notice that. Yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> you know what that means. Seafood galore. South Koreans enjoy everything from crabs to salmon, but they especially love shrimp. In fact, they've even found a way to eat them raw by preserving them in soy sauce for three days. I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, if I were if I were in South Korea, I would certainly try it, but I don't know how to feel about it when I'm reading it. If that's a bit too much for you, don't worry. The shrimp used in these crunchy chips were definitely cooked. The way they the way that they say that just sounds sus. They were definitely cooked. Do not worry. These shrimp were certainly most absolutely guaranteed to be cooked. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the taste of the Korean shore. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, shrimp chips. Oh, they do have a little mascot on the bag. It's it's like a a chef shrimp. It's like a shrimp with a chef hat, and he has two like cooking gloves. Although he doesn't have hands, but he has two gloves. And it says on the bag, naturally and artificially flavored, uh, along with the little like animated cartoon mascot shrimp shrimp guy. They do have two two like real looking pieces of cooked shrimp on the bag as well so all right let's let's just do it let's just do it opening the bag we are peeling the corner off i've let loose all the air i'm going to smell them i'm going to smell them first oh oh yeah, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i want to do this one we might i don't know if i want to do this one i'm going to smell it one more time uh, uh, uh. I want it. I want it. I don't want the shrimp trip. I don't want the shrimp trip. Oh, okay. We pull. We pull it out. Only one chip. Only one. <laughs> oh, these chips look so weird. Okay, the chip is is white. Like actually, just it's a white chip, but also it's super fluffy. It's a little bit thicker than like a normal chip. It's not like that thin just. It's a little, little bit thicker. It's and it's fluffy. It's like a. It's it's. It looks fluffy if that makes sense. Um. Oh, I just. Oh, oh, I don't like the smell of these. Okay. 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 Shrimp. Shrimp chips. Shrimp chips. Oh, okay. Here we go. And turning the mouth any minute now. Just. It's getting there. It's cruising along into the, my mouth. Okay, okay, here we go. 
I have to eat one more because I'm I'm food I'm a food reviewer, so I can't only try one, but uh mm. Okay. I've tried two. That's more than enough. That's good. That's okay. Okay. I'm gonna get the water. Let me open up the water. Mmm. 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 One more drink. One more drink. Mmm. Okay. Okay. By far the worst, worst, worst food item so far. It's by, by far, for sure. Bottom, bottom. Uh, <coughs> um, and I like shrimp. I, I guess I should clarify. I do like shrimp. I like shrimp cocktail. I like, I like grilled shrimp. I like <laughs> fried shrimp. Whatever. I like shrimp. Just don't think you should put shrimp and chip together. You really shouldn't. <laughs> also, these chips, like I said, they're fluffy. Like they're really airy and fluffy. So after I took my first bite, it was kind of similar to the shortbread cookie where it didn't really crunch. After it was in my mouth, it just kind of melted in my mouth. The chip melted in my mouth. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, shrimp chips, not recommended. Um, so I'm happy to move on to the next thing. Uh, we are done with shrimp chips. Next thing, though, I, I think this should liven up my palate. Peach-flavored gummies. And the subtitle is A Peach a Day Keeps the Ghosts Away. I don't know why it said ghosts, but um, I'm guessing maybe they'll explain that in the uh, description. Hearing voices from beyond? Do the poltergeist turn off all your lights again? Don't panic, because South Korea has a solution to all your supernatural problems. Peaches. The fruity springtime fruit is said to repel spirits. The branches are even used in shamanic exorcisms. Our preferred method of repelling spirits is to just eat these chewy peach-flavored candies. We've been eating them for days and haven't seen a single ghost. Interesting. So peaches repel spirits in South Korea. I, that's a, that is interesting. Okay, we're opening the bag. This is a resealable bag, which is kind of... I like that. I like that we have some, you know, means to saving and, and not not needing to eat everything at the same time. Um, because some of these other food products, I'm after the, after the show, I'm gonna have to uh, like uh, I'm gonna have to like use a chip chip clip on some of these some of these items. The shortbread cookies are nice because those are all individually packed. The chews are nice. The sour, the the sweet and spicy chicken puffs. I am gonna need to save shrimp chips straight into the trash, um, and the choco mallow cake that I didn't finish. I'm probably just gonna finish that after recording. Um, but yeah, the the chews are in a receivable bag, so I'll be able to seal it back up. Anyway, these just look like they're gummy chews, and they're shaped like a heart, or I guess a peach, but it looks like a heart. And it looks like there's also gonna be a filling, like a peach filling on the inside, just by looking at the bag. And it does look like in the middle of this gummy, cause it's it's like a transparent pink, but there's a darker pink in the middle. So I'm assuming that's the filling. Anyway, yeah, these are like heart-shaped, heart-shaped uh, peach, peach chewies. Let's, let's give it a go. Mm. Oh yeah, these are so tasty. 
It just saved my mouth from all the shrimp flavors still left in it. Mmm. I'm going to get one more. One more. Oh, my gosh. See, I think peach-flavored peach candies, that's a genius thing. Because there's not a lot of peach-flavored candies I know of in the U.S. Mmm. Yeah, that was delicious. Okay. Very good. I... Comparing this to the other candy that we have tried, which are the sweet and sour grape chews, I prefer these, I think. I, at least in one aspect. I could definitely eat a whole bunch of these in one sitting. If I had a giant bowl of these peach gummy chews, peach gummy chews, no, the peach flavored gummies, I could go through them all, 100%. Whereas those sweet and uh, sweet and sour uh, grape chews, that's something that I'd maybe eat like two or three of, and then I'm good. I'd be fully satisfied. But these, I could I could just cruise through them. These are so tasty. This this like resealable uh, factor that I have here on this little bag might not matter because these might be gone by the end of the day. Those were super good. Okay, run to our next our next little treat. These are cookies and cream flavored pepperoni. A cookie stick worth celebrating. And now I did, I did in the last episode refer to these, uh, at least in appearance, they they look like pocky sticks, which are another popular, a popular candy. I believe they're from Japan. Pocky sticks from, let's see, Japan. Yeah, so pocky sticks are from Japan, while these pepero sticks are from. Korea. Now, the same brand, the LOT, L-O-T-T-E branding is in the top left. That was the same branding that was on the Choco Pie. Um, so I guess this LOT brand definitely just makes a lot of dessert dessert snacks by the looks of it or candies. Anyway, this is what, uh, this is what they say for the uh, Pepperos Cooking Cream Flavored Stick. Ready to party? Is this our second party-related uh, snack? The the grape one. Yeah, those grapes look ready to party. We got some partying going on with these snacks. <laughs> ready to party? This yum is so good that it has its own holiday. Whoa. Every November 11th, South Korea celebrate Pepero Day. This holiday entails gifting a box of Pepero to your friends and family. And if you think this holiday is just clever marketing, you're technically correct. As the holiday accounts for 50% of annual Pepero sales. That's like the peeps. The peeps for Easter. Like, who who buys peeps when it's not Easter? <laughs> but these crispy and creamy cookie sticks are worth celebrating in their own right. One bite and you'll want to party too. Interesting. 50% is insane. That is wild. Okay. So they're in a little bag. Um... And yeah, uh, kind of a fun topic we talked about last week was the Pocky Stick game you can play where you both, two people, put one end of the stick in each of their mouths and they bite until the, one per until the first person backs out or they end up kissing. Um, for some more context, just listen to last week's episode. But, okay, I have the stick. It looks kind of a little more sus um, when comparing it to the box art image of the of the stick. 
But either way, either way, we're going to give it a go. Uh, so let's just take a bite of the uh, cookies and cream flavored uh, pepper stick. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Definitely tasty. Um. Hmm. Okay. I'll put the bag back in the box. Definitely tasty. Um, however, I don't think it's something that I would necessarily go by. Unless I was going to play that, that Pocky stick game with the Pepro stick. Or if it was, I guess, November 11th. If it was Pepro Day and I was going to be gifting some or being gifted any. Um, and I think, yeah, I think this is something I could eat once in a while. But that's not a snack I would actually go out and buy on like a usual basis. Whereas some of these other things that I've I've had so far, so like the shortbread cookies I would buy over the pepper sticks. Same with the chocolate cake or the gummies, especially the, the spicy chicken flavor, sweet and spicy chicken flavor corn puffs. Um, but yeah, no, they're good. And, and I mean, the cookies and cream flavor is definitely good. And I'm sure there's millions of flavors of these but not something that that i need <laughs> that i need to eat a whole lot i i think i think they uh kind of relate perfectly to the peeps the little chicken peeps from easter where it's like a holiday treat you eat it then and then you're good but yeah they're tasty i i enjoyed them i joined them enough to to the point where i would i would eat them on occasion anyway the next food item is probably the one I'm most interested in, the one I'm most excited about. Uh, you know, after reading the Stakaner on last week's episode, I was like, okay, I'm excited to try this. This is the Bulgogi flavored noodle snack. And the subtitle is Smash Sprinkle Snack. Kind of reminds me a little bit of a Snap Crackle Pop from the Rice Krispies. But anyway, this says the description Stop! These noodles are too fun to start munching without first learning the correct way to munch. Pushu Pushu is super popular in South Korea. That is what these are called, Pushu Pushu. And all the cool kids know the right way to eat it. Want to be a cool kid? Then listen up. Carefully open the bag just a bit Take and take the seasoning packet out. Now comes the fun part. Smash the bag with your fist, hammer, anything. Then sprinkle in the seasoning, give the bag a shake, and you're ready to snack. Delicious. See, this seems fun because this is interactive. This is a cool, like, it's an interactive snack, which I love. I just love that idea. And, yeah, just holding the bag and, like, feeling the noodles through the bag. It feels like a pack of ramen, basically, like a dry pack of ramen. But what I'm going to do is slightly open the bag, take the seasoning out, smash it to oblivion, put the seasoning back in, shake it up, and then you eat it. You just eat the the, the noodles, the dry noodles. Yeah, they have a little, they have a little animated, not animated, but a little like three-step instruction cartoon on the back. Take out the spices and smash the noodles. Sprinkle spices, shake and enjoy. 
Okay. I guess we'll open it. So, so a small little... I don't want to mess this up. I want to be a cool kid, like it said. I want to be a cool kid in Korea. Okay, yeah, there's there's a single area where you're where you're able to tear the bag. So let's just do that. Like one area that had those little like hill-shaped tear areas. I don't know what you call them. Okay. And I got to get the seasoning. Where's the seasoning at? Hello? Hello? Seasoning? Okay, I see it. I see it. We're going in. We're going in. We've grabbed the seasoning. Is that all? Is that all the seasoning? Let me get the flashlight. We're getting the flashlight. Okay, we are looking. That's it. Okay, that is it. Okay. So, we have gotten the seasoning out of the bag. So now I'm going to hold the bag that corner i'm gonna i'm gonna like wrap back up that corner with my hand and just kind of hold it and i'm gonna smash it should i smash it on the floor i don't know like can i smash it in my hands oh i can i'm just so strong okay we're gonna we're gonna just crush it with my hand and and, and we're gonna do that for a little bit oh yeah okay all right and i do think I guess I've never tried to smash a bag of ramen here in the U.S., but I feel like this is definitely a specifically... It's it's made to be smashed. I don't think I could smash a regular bag of ramen like I am with this, because this is smashing pretty easily with me just kind of, like, crunching it with my hand. Okay. I think I've done it. I think I've done it. It, it. it feels pretty smashed. Let me look in the bag. It looks pretty smashed. Okay, let's add that seasoning. Let me tear, tear the seasoning packet. Oh, the seasoning does smell pretty good. Okay, we're sprinkling in the seasoning. Come on. Go. Go, go, go. Go, 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 go. Have I done it? I think I've done it. Oh, wait, no, there's still some more left. Go, 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 go. Oh, no, I dropped the packet. Packlet. Oh, no, we got we got the packet. Packet's been retrieved. Go, 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 go. Okay, we've done it. Spices are in the bag. Let's squeeze it again. Shake it. Shake it and 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 shake it. Okay. <clears throat> we've done it. We have, we have crushed the bag. We've shaken the bag. We've spiced the bag. Now, this does say it is bulgogi flavored. Um, I'm just going to look up what bulgogi is real quick. What does bulgogi taste like? The flavor of bulgogi, bulgogi, the flavor of bulgogi is savory, salty, and sweet. What is it? Korean barbecue? Bulgogi literally, bulgogi, bulgogi literally fire meat is a goy made of thin marinated slices of meat, most commonly beef grilled on a barbecue or stovetop griddle. It is also often stirred in a pan in home cooking. Sirloin, ribeye, or brisket are frequently used cuts or of beef for the dish. So it's beef. It's beef flavored. Okay. 
We well, well I've I've done all the steps. I guess it is time for me to try my bulgogi flavored noodle snack. My my pushu pushu. I don't know if pushu. I don't know if that's how you say that either. Okay, that's. Uh, I got some in my hand. Let's uh, give it a go. Mmm. Okay. Okay. Are we get another one? Oh, what's this reminding me of? This is actually very good. Oh, what is this reminding me of? This is good. This is reminding me of a snack and I can't remember what it is. This is kind of making me angry. Oh, that is, oh my gosh. It reminds me of... Mmm. <sighs> I'm not going to remember what this reminds me of. But it is super tasty. That is so tasty. Oh my gosh. No, I can't stop eating it. This is like the spicy chicken flavored corn pops. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I'm gonna get a quick, quick drink of water. Okay. So those were super good. This is a super, I love this. I love this. It, it remind. I can't remember what it reminds me of. Cause I feel like I've, the, the, the texture of that, of this, like the, the texture in my mouth of, of chewing and whatnot, it reminded me of something, but I can't remember what. But it is super tasty. Super tasty. I, I love that it has an interactive side to it. This is, I think, it, my number one favorite snack so far is between this and the spicy chicken flavored corn puffs. I'm actually going to try some more of those. Not because I'm just wanting to eat more of them, but because I have to I have to compare them to the Pushu Pushu uh, Bulgogi noodle snack. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Okay. I really love the, the noodle snack. That is, I, I like it so much. I think it's number one right now. That was delicious. Okay. Okay. The next one, I feel like this is just going to be good because, because of what they are. Um, now, sadly, this is our second to last, our second to last item. Only have one more after it, but it's been a fun ride. These are the cinnamon sugar churros, and the subtitle here is from Spain to South Korea to you. It says, "Surprised to see churros in a South Korean box? Then you'll be extra surprised to learn that the Spanish treats are a South Korean sensation. At first, they were only available at amusement parks and movie theaters, but nowadays they're pretty much everywhere, and that's not an exaggeration. In Seoul alone." People munch on over 3,000 churros a day. It's no wonder this popular street food has been reimagined in these super crunchy and way less messy snacks. Okay. I mean, I think this is kind of straightforward. I'm just going to open the bag and see what we're working with here. I mean, I'm okay, they're, they're like little churro bites. 
They're about the size. They're they're small. I mean, they're not small, small, but I was expecting them to be like long and like like just long, crunchy churro sticks. But they're more bite-sized. They're not like a whole stick. They're just like a bite-sized. Um, for example, if you guys know about the uh, the pop tart bites, like the mini pop tarts, it's about the size of one of those. Anyway, it's just a churro, right? It's a, it's a it's a cinnamon churro, little snack. Crunchy bite. I'm gonna try it. Mmm. Oh yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with churros, can you? Yeah, these are delicious. Oh my gosh, there's a tip. Enjoy it with chocolate syrup, ice cream, and coffee. What? That sounds so good. I'm not gonna do that right now, but it sounds so good. It literally just tastes like French toast. This tastes like French toast. Like if I were to make French toast crunchy, it tastes like French toast. Like I taste the syrup, I taste the cinnamon, I taste the French toastness. Okay, yeah. Mmm, 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 mmm. It's so good. They're good. I mean, what? Like, I don't really have much to say about them. Other than that, they're good. It's just like a, a churro, cinnamon churro snack. Something that I could definitely eat every every so often. Although I feel like this is something if I ate too many of them, I'd get really sick. It's kind of like beef jerky. Where when you eat so much beef jerky, you just feel like you've you've done your body wrong. I feel like that can be the same with these churro snacks. If I ate, if I ate multiple bags of these, I would I would just plop over dead for a couple couple minutes. And then I'd then I'd probably have like a, and then you know you'd like put a shrimp chip up to my nose and I'd wake back up from death. Anyway, the last snack we are here. We have we have gotten through nine snacks from South Korea and we have arrived on the last one. This is a chocolatey snack cake, soft cake with a fluffy cream filling, and the description says. Walk into a South Korean bakery and you might just think you've wandered into France. But look a little closer and you'll see loaves drizzled with condensed milk and buns filled with red bean paste. That's because in East Asian countries where rice is a staple, bread and pastries needed to be adapted to local preferences. That's how you get amazing treats like this lightly sweet and super fluffy sponge cake. Let's hear it for fusion cuisine. Okay. Now, I'm going to note this is the same brand, the Lot Lot brand, which previously has done our first and initial uh, chocolate cake. So we're, we're starting with a chocolate cake from Lot, and we're ending with a chocolate cake from Lot. And uh, also the, the Pepero Sticks was, was by this company. Now, I will say, and compared to packaging and just the delivery of this snack... By appearance, it seems like it's a much more deluxe version of the first Choco Cake. Like just looking at the package, it's clean, it's minimalistic, it's modern. It's not. It's it's just like two two tone colors. There's there's brown and there's silver, and it's just it's a clean look. It says premium dessert cake lot. Some some two two really big <laughs> Korean characters that I don't know what they say. Probably something like chocolatey snack cake, and. Uh, it, that's all it is. 
I, I do like I do like the uh, the look this one's going for. We'll open it up. Oh boy, this one looks much more dangerous than than the first one. This one looks like it has like a surplus of chocolate on it. Okay, it's also falling apart in the bag, so I got to be quick here. All right, we're going in for the bite. Oh yeah. Mmm. 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 This one is so much better than the first one. So much better. Like I said, the first one, it did have like a really strong presence of like a sugary sweetness. And this one does have that, but it's not as strong. Also, the chocolate, I love the... It, like there's a more like a dark chocolate presence on this. And I really like that as well. It's kind of similar to maybe a Ho-Oh cake. If that makes sense. Very good. I'm actually gonna have one more bite. One more bite. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's super tasty. That's a good way to, that's a good way to end it out. I think I'm just happy we didn't end it out with the shrimp chips. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess real quickly, I will rank them in order from my most favorite to least favorite. Um, just kind of looking at all of them, I think my favorite is the bulgogi noodle snack. The pushu pushu pushu. It's probably not. It's probably like fushu fushu fushu. I think it's it's p p u s h u. I'm thinking it's probably fushu fushu. But anyway, that's my favorite, 100%. Second favorite is going to be the peach gummies. Those were delicious. The peach gummies were so good. I, yeah, I mean, those, like, just super tasty. I, I, was, I was very happy with those. Third is going to be the, uh, the spicy... The spicy chicken corn puffs. Those, I, I, I really like the flavor for those. And those are also something that I could definitely... So, so difference between the noodle snack and the, and the uh, spicy chicken corn puffs. The noodle snack is something that you I probably would only eat a bag of. Because it's the whole open the bag, take the spices out, crush the bag, put the spices in, shake the bag, and then you eat what's in the bag. Whereas the corn puffs... I could just go through several bags or just one big, big bag of. Um, but yeah, the corn pots are number three. Number four, I'm going to put the grape chews, the, 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 the chewy grape chews. Those were, those were excellent. I was a big fan of those. I also just like candy, so the fact that it was you know a candy I also liked. But the grape flavor was delicious. I love like the noun flavor type of candies, and that that's kind of what this was. So I was a big fan of that. Number three, number number five. We're on number five. Um, number five is going to be what I just had. That final dessert chocolate cake uh, by Lot. Those those were that one was really good. A lot better than the first one. I, I really like that one. I'm going to put that one at number five. Number six. I'm going to put the shortbread cookies in. Shortbread cookies were delicious. I really enjoyed them. Um, and like I said, those are something I feel like I could eat a whole sleeve of with a cup of milk. So so I, I, I definitely enjoyed those. I'm going to put them in at number six. 
For number seven, I'm going to put the churros in. The reason why the churros aren't up higher, because they are very tasty. It is, like I said, if I eat too many of those, I'm definitely getting sick. Like, I, I, I do think that. They are very tasty. They're very sugary, sugary and cinnamon, cinnamon-y. Yeah, okay, that works. But yeah, I, I, I would not want to eat a whole lot of them. Like, I would eat less of those than anything else here on the table. And because of that, I'm going to put them in at number seven. Still very good and still would get a bag of them occasionally. Just not a whole lot. of. Them. So I'm going to put that in number seven. Number eight, I'm going to put the first choco cake that we had. The black tea or the uh, the black sugar milk tea choco cake. I'm going to put that in at number eight. Still, Still very good. I mean, it was good, but... Now that I know there's something like the other one that I've had, I would I would just get the other one over the the black tea, black sugar milk tea one. Number nine is the pepperoni stick, the the uh, cookies and cream, and I'm gonna be honest, wasn't a big fan of the cookies and cream. Maybe there's another flavor out there that they make that I would like more. I, I feel like if they did a cinnamon version, like a cinnamon stick, that actually could be pretty good. But the cookies and cream one was good. Just didn't really do it for me. And like I said, I think it is better as like a holiday treat for Pepero Day on, num- on November 11th. Um, like if I got them once a year, I would enjoy them and then that'd be it. We're going to put those at number nine. And then uh, <laughs> number 10, unsurprisingly, are the shrimp chips. I do like shrimp. I do like chips. But shrimp and chips just don't work together. Um... Not only did I think they smelled <laughs> terrible and they tasted terrible, but the fact that the actual chip, once I put it in my mouth, just kind of melted like it was some kind of uh, one of those like Listerine tabs that you put on your tongue, I was not thrilled. So I, I would not get those ever again. I'm, that's like the one snack that I'm not finishing. Everything else that I've tried today, I'm going to finish consuming. Shrimp chips, I'm not going to finish the bag of, of the shrimp chips. That, that, that's kind of, I mean, if that doesn't explain why it's down at number 10, I don't know what else. I, I, it should, they, they just did not do it for me. Anyway, I hope that's, that's it. That is it. I, I hope you guys enjoy. This is a very different episode. I, I, this is a weird episode. I know that. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I hope you enjoyed joining me along the journey of eating South Korea foods. It was, it was very cool. And I mean, South Korea has proved to me that they know how to make some pretty, some pretty killer snacks. Um, either way, thank you. Thank you for listening. I, I will have Universal Yums, the company that I got this box from. I'll leave them in the description. So if you want to check out their website, maybe you want to sign up for a subscription of your own, you can do so. Uh, you can probably... At the time of this, when this is out, you could probably still get the South Korea box if you'd want to try some of these snacks yourself and see if, you know, the grape jellies are as good as I said, or I mean, the grape chews are as good as they said, or the shrimp chips are as bad as I said. You can, I mean, if you want to try that, you can. Um, So that'll be in the description below. And I guess on that note, thank you for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope you... You know, just set set a goal and achieve it by the end of the week. You know, it's good to have that kind of structure. I wish you the best. And yeah, I just just thanks for listening. We'll uh, catch you next time.
Goodbye.